नमो विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादी गौर भक्तवृंदा नमो महावदान्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदाय थे कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामने गौरत्षे नमः नमो ब्रह्मण्य देवाय गो ब्राह्मण हिताय जगदिताय कृष्णाय गोविंदाय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचा कल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा a very warm welcome to all of you in today's session today we are going to discuss the most known yet misunderstood verse of bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is one of the most widely read books and across all the nationalities castes creed religion people have been reading bhagavad gita for centuries but it is a most misunderstood literature also why it is misunderstood shila prabhupad explains bhagavad gita is as bright as a sun you do not need any telescope to see the sun sun is very bright and self effulgent it is huge very clear but due to wrong interpretations it has caused great disaster in the life of masses despite having bhagavad gita the knowledge given by god himself there should be no confusion god has given bhagavad gita and bhagavad gita is a part of mahabharat which is meant for actually less intelligent people those who cannot understand prayna shruti gocharam the vedic literatures and other upanishads so for less intelligent people they are supposed to take instructions from mahabharat and bhagavad gita is but a part of it it is a abcd of spiritual life but still in that also so much confusion has been created because of shila prabhupad explains misinterpretations right from the first verse of the bhagavad gita people create a disaster and what is that in the first verse of bhagavad gita it is mentioned धर्म क्षेत्रे कुरुक्षेत्रे समवेताबल्ड kim akurva sanjaya what did they do being desirous to fight so this verse is very very clear 
Shila Prabhupada explains, even if you do not know Sanskrit, Dharma Kshetra, it is Hindi, it is direct meaning. Dharma Kshetra means place of religion. And Kurukshetra, the name is also given. And if you read other Vedas, so Kurukshetra has always been called as place of religion. So Kurukshetra, we know it's a tract of land and it is a place of religion. And the references are there in many literatures to it. So what is the need of giving some interpretation to it? Interpretation is required when something is not clear, when the verse is very cryptic and a very complex message is being given. There could be some verses where the nature of Supreme Personality is being described, the nature of spiritual world is described, which may not be very easy to understand. But here it is very, very simple. A historical fact is being given, a narration. So you are taking this Kurukshetra as not a piece of land, but Kurukshetra as this body, as some of them they tell. Many famous publishers have had published their Bhagavad Gita, in which the commentators have told this Kurukshetra is actually this body. And the Pandavas are our senses, Kauravas are the vices within ourselves. So Prabhupada is like this, we can interpret in any way. Why you are telling this Kurukshetra means this body? I will tell Kurukshetra means pumpkin. I will tell Kurukshetra means apple. Or Kurukshetra means horse. My horse's name is Kurukshetra. So like this you can keep on giving unlimited interpretations. But even in the literary world, if we have to interpret anything, it should only be done when the direct meaning is not evident. Otherwise, there is no use of any book of knowledge. If a scientist has given a statement and then you start interpreting that statement, then there is no use of that science book. If a lawyer has given any law and you start interpreting the law in some own ways, it is required to be done when direct meaning is not evident. But when direct meaning is evident, if a person kills somebody, he has to be hanged till death. So, uh, hanged to be dealt from what? We understand he has to be hanged uh, on a noose and he has to lose his life. No, you tell no, hanging means he should hang from a swing in the park, in the society park. So, uh, like this you can interpret or give some other interpretation. So, what is the use of such interpretation? So, thus the direct meaning should be taken. In a similar fashion, this is a verse where the direct meaning is very, very evident. But people have given a wrong interpretation. And especially in North India, people tell, Karm kieja fal mat kar. This is how they translate this verse. Means just keep on doing your karma, your duties. And fal mat kar. Do not uh, worry about the outcome of that. So then this verse has been used by many, many motivational speakers and they tell, yes, you keep on working very hard. You have failed in the examination. Do not worry. You work hard again. Second attempt, third attempt, five attempts, ten attempts. Keep on working very hard till all your attempts have been exhausted. You keep on struggling. Do not worry about the result. Your marriage has failed. Marry second time, third time, fourth time. Keep on working very hard. You are not making profit. Keep on working very hard. Do not worry about the result. Just keep on working hard very nicely. 
एक्चुअली ऑल द स्पिरिचुअल इंस्ट्रक्शंस भगवद गीता और श्रीमद भागवतम दे आर देयर टू डीमोटिवेट अ पर्सन इन स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ सो एक्चुअली दिस मोटिवेशन इज अ डिमोनियर टेंडेंसी डीमस वॉन्ट टू टेक पीपल अवे फ्रॉम कृष्णा सो इट इज वेरी इजी टू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट इज गॉड इफ यू कैन अंडरस्टैंड आर सेल्स जन्मादि अस्य यतः वॉट इज गॉड द सोर्स द ओरिजिन ऑफ एवरीथिंग सो द ओरिजिन शुड हैव एवरीथिंग दैट इज देयर इन द क्रिएशन सो दैट इज वाई वेद व्यास डिस्क्राइब्स वॉट इज गॉड जन्मादि अस्य यतः एब्जुलट ट्रुथ इज द ओरिजिन ऑफ एवरी वन सो दैट इज वाई ऑल द टेंडेंसीज दैट वी आर हैविंग ऑल दीज टेंडेंसीज मस्ट बी प्रेजेंट इन द एब्जुलट ट्रुथ वी वॉन्ट टू टॉक वी वॉन्ट टू वॉक we want to hear we want to socialize we produce children so that our children can be with us and we can enjoy with them so why this tendency is there in us because this tendency should be present in the supreme our origin also it is very very simple otherwise tendency of eating walking sleeping socializing cannot develop in the creation unless it is there in the source of creation so all the qualities forms beauties whatever we see around us this must be coming from the origin of the creation the absolute truth so we are just like we want our relatives family members to be with us and live with us and participate in our enjoyment in a similar fashion krishna also wishes that we should live with krishna so nobody can separate god from his family members god is eternal because all the energies are under his control nobody can put god to death but we are uh, taking birth and dying repeatedly because these energies are not in our control we are forced to get old forced to die but nobody can force god or the people who are very dear to god who are serving god so thus it is very simple to understand purpose of creation our tendency is to keep our relatives with us similar tendency god has we are all anshas of god we have come from god so thus just like the parents they desire children should be with them god decides we should live with him and simply if we go and live with god then we have an eternal life there is no death there is no old age and no disease and god is very opulent so we are trying to understand the entire world we are trying to analyze uh, the elements of periodic table the semiconductor devices the chip the chemical on the chip and the grass and all the insignificant foliages but we are not interested in knowing god we are not interested in knowing the source and we are not interested in knowing the mind of god we should understand what is the mind of god behind this creation and this was the foundation on which the sciences were started as very famous scientist said i think he was einstein or newton either of them they told i am not interested i think it is einstein in this phenomena or that phenomena i want to know what the mind of god is science was there to understand the origin of the creation but then as it happens with any yogic process once you start approaching absolute truth you develop various powers and when the yogi gets attracted by the powers he will not be able to approach god so yogis get deviated by mystic powers similarly science also developed some mystic powers and now all the so called students of science have got lost in those mystic powers creating instruments of sense enjoyment and the purpose is lost science is lost there is only technology now which is creating instruments of sense enjoyment but no we should be interested in knowing what is the mind of god 
why God has created. And we should just be interested in giving pleasure to God. If God is pleased with us, is it not, is it very difficult? It is very simple to understand that God has created everything and everybody. Any small machine if you want. So any small machine if we have to make, then it needs tremendous uh, endeavor as I was speaking with a devotee who is into this business of uh, developing some very complex machines. So they will take many many years to develop a simple machine and this body is so very much complex. The scientists are trying to create humanoid robots. So actually all this is great uh, cheating for the masses. Nobody is actually a real scientist. Real scientist means one who tries to understand. There could be, but very, very rare. Mainly it is just about creating instruments for satisfying the senses of people. But actually we should be interested in knowing what is God, what is the source of creation. So now cheating is going on. As so-called the community, technology, sciences, all the effort is going just to solve some problems which are not significant or problems which are created by technology itself. How it all started, everything was very simple. And people were having a simple lifestyle without any machines at all. You would be there in the field and you would uh, cultivate your crops and live very peacefully. Then they told, no, we have machine. Why you are using bull? It takes a lot of time. Let us have a tractor. And then they brought tractors and other things. And now bull is useless, workless. And then started, uh, they started slaughterhouses, started killing the bulls. That is why disaster is bound to happen. We are all children of Krishna in different dresses. We could become in the, we could become bull. We might start living in the dress of a monkey or any other thing. And if we kill them, then nature will not uh, allow us to live peacefully. So war disaster is bound to happen. So anyway, we were using, tractor was not required. Automobiles were not required. Elephants were there and... Uh, Camels were there, oxen, and Krishna has made arrangement. But there was no real problem, but we wanted to solve this so-called insignificant problem. And thus, what we have created around us, great disaster, industrialization, and the planet is going to be destroyed. So people tell, no, they are creating uh, robots which are imitating human beings. One day, they may be able to create human beings also. So we have to understand, forget creating human beings. Let anybody create one grain of rice in the laboratory, one drop of blood in the laboratory. When there is any accident, we want, oh, please give some blood. And this blood group, we cannot even change the blood group. We cannot do that manipulation. We cannot create one drop of blood in our laboratories. We cannot create one grain of rice in our laboratories. We cannot create a drop of water in our laboratories. People are dying. Many, many big developed countries, they become dry at times in India and abroad. And let alone creating a drop of water. So much water is there, saline water is there in the ocean. Just convert that into potable water. That also technology cannot do. So whom we are cheating? Actually, this whole world is full of materialists who are simply interested in satisfying their own senses. Nobody is actually interested in any real scientific achievement or solving the problems of life. 
but I want to make some money and create instruments of sense enjoyment. And then this creates dozen other problems, senses, instruments of sense enjoyment. And then you solve those problems in this way, it is going on. But actually we cannot create any significant thing. One grain of rice cannot be created in laboratory, we are dependent on God. One drop of water cannot be created or desalinated even. One drop of blood cannot be created. What to speak of creating organs like kidney, liver and other things in the body? And what to speak of creating human being? They will never be able to do it. First create a drop of water, a drop of blood or a simple cell. Simple cell let it be created. And then later we will talk of complex organs and so many other very complex systems within this body. It's not So we are completely dependent on God. So thus, rather than endeavoring for this insignificant scientific advancement, which is nothing but simply some playthings we are creating around us, but no significant contribution we can make to solve the real problems of life. The real problems of life are death, old age, disease, thirst, hunger, lust, greed. These things cannot be solved by any scientific endeavor. For this we have to depend on God. God will give us grains, He will give us rains and so many other things. So we are completely dependent upon God. So God wants us, you please be with me, you please come to me. So we should try to understand God, how we can come to God, what is the mind of God, how we can satisfy God. So it is simple to know that there is a creator, one drop of water can, we cannot create, one drop of blood we cannot create. So there is somebody, it needs very complex engineering, who has created everything. So that somebody who has created everything, let me try to satisfy that person. They should be intelligent, so try to research about God, who is God. And it is not uh, uh, we, that we have to start from scratch. People have done elaborate research about God. And those people have concluded, Vadanti tattvavidas tattvam yajjyanam advayam brahmeti parmatmeti bhagavan iti shadyate. And they have given the conclusion, No namo bhagavate vasudevai, that Supreme Lord is called Vasudev. So we can just try to understand whether this is fact or not. The research is there, the evidence is there. So rather than planning our own way of happiness, misinterpreting the Bhagavad Gita and literatures, we should simply try to understand who is God and try to satisfy God. If God is satisfied, then we will be completely happy in our life. This is the formula for happiness. And without satisfying God, we cannot do anything. We are helpless. So, Motivational speakers, that is a demoniac tendency. God is demotivating us. He is coming here. Uh, I am sorry if anybody of you is a motivational speaker. We all do such mistakes. So please do not mind. Because we do not know. We are in ignorance. So we all commit mistakes. But we should realize now that we should not try to take people away from God. So people are getting frustrated in their material endeavors. And God is telling in Bhagavad Gita, Dukhalayam Ashashvatam Anityam asukham lokam, this world is full of miseries, it is anityam, it is temporary and it is asukham, it is again full of so dukhalyam asukham lokam, Krishna is trying to discourage that this is no place for a gentleman's living. Similarly, Srimad Bhagavatam also, Hitvatma patam griham andhukupam, vanam gato yad harimashrayeta, Bhagavatam is telling, griham andhukupam, we think, oh let us work 
very nicely let us study very nicely and get a good job or good business then have a very nice household life in which i will have enjoyment so much of enjoyment but bhagavatam the final version of the most advanced scholar of all times maharshi vedavyas it is being written there hitvatma patam griham andakupam and all the sages all the seers of truth they have told this griham this household life which we plan for which we study so much we build various businesses and jobs and our profiles and our body and muscles so that i can have a good household life and i think that will be the source of my enjoyment but in bhagavatam it is mentioned andakupam it is like a dark deep dark well so why household life is called a deep dark well so uh, it is explained uh, very nicely so sometimes a well which is waterless it is abandoned it is very deep and it is empty there is no water in it and because it is abandoned it becomes covered by thin layer of grass so sometimes some traveler who is there going in the jungle he can uh, he mistakes it to be just uh, a piece of land covered by grass not realizing it is a deep dark well and falls into it so thus a person thinks so it is just very green grass this household life it is green grass it is very beautiful piece of land but he is not able to see the dense darkness of this household life and he falls into it so that is why the materialistic family life is called andhukupam deep dark abandoned well a person thinks it is green grass but actually it is very deep well and he falls into it and then another reason why it is called uh, in such a manner is because there is no water in that usually a person approaches a well because of water because of water similarly a person may approach this well seeing thinking that oh there would be water in that and i will quench my thirst so we are very hungry for pleasures in this world and we approach a family life oh if i have a beautiful wife i have a handsome husband and very sweet night nice children we will have a very nice time together and some financial independence then we will enjoy together water but it is told by a very nice uh, poet devotee poet tatal saikate vari bindu vari bindu sama mit sut ramani samaje in this society which we have created of friendship and love the satisfaction which i get is mit sut ramani samaje from spouse from friends samaj in society i have created this lifestyle what is the pleasure which i am getting from this it is like tatal saikate like a traveler who is lost in the desert vari bindu sama and he is very thirsty he is dying out of thirst and if you give him just one drop of water will that satisfy such a lost traveler not at all in a similar fashion we are hankering for unlimited pleasure but the pleasure which we get is a drop of water in the desert man kabu sukhanai pay person is never satisfied so we approach uh, this family life for pleasure for, but there is no pleasure just like a person approaches well for water but there is no water in it that is why it is called andhukupam and another reason third reason why it is called andhukupam is once we fall into that well it, there is no water in it covered by grass it is abandoned 
So nobody goes to in a regular well, people would keep on coming to fetch water, but nobody goes to an abandoned well in the jungle. So thus, if a person falls into it, he may keep on crying for help, but nobody would be able to hear and help that person. So thus people are crying for help. We see so many everywhere there is suffering, they are crying. Please help us, governments, please help us. There are bombs, there are war, there is pestilence, there is stress, there is anxiety. Even the celebrities are opening up. So earlier internet was not there, connectivity was not there. Now we all know the most successful of the people are also crying and they are telling you please open up about your mental state. So the most successful of the people are having very very terrible times. So it's a great illusion we can be happy without satisfying God. We are connected to God like a leaf to the tree. So thus we keep on crying but nobody would be able to help us. And fourth, the reason why it is called deep dark well Andhukupam is from Andhukupam there is only one way to come out. And only when a person from outside he drops a rope. From our own efforts we cannot come out of it. So that rope is the instruction given by spiritual master. That is the only way if we hold on to that rope, if we hold on to the instructions of the spiritual master, then we can come out of this Andhukupam. Otherwise there is suffering. So all these things are threadbare discussed in Srimad Bhagavatam. Kalau Nashta Drisha Mesha Purana Arko Dhunodita. In Kaliuga, when people are completely ignorant, this Purana will give light. So Srimad Bhagavatam very clearly and openly discusses all these things. So then further Srimad Bhagavatam explains what is the basis of this household life? What is the greatest source of enjoyment which we think? That is sex pleasure. But Srimad Bhagavatam mentions Yan Mathunadi Grahamedi Sukham Hitucham. So Grahamedi, actually, the kind of householders which the society is producing today, they are not Grahasthas. So actually, that is Grahamedi. So most of us are being trained as Grahamedi. Grahamedi means one who enters into household life for personal enjoyment, which is based on sex enjoyment. This is why we marry, isn't it? We think now we can have sex unlimited times and society also will not object. And I will be very happy doing this sexual activity. But then nobody is satisfied by doing that. Everyone marries and tries to enjoy this act. But there is so much of embarrassment. So, Prahlad Maharaj is telling, Tucham, this is third class pleasure. It appears very, very attractive, just like Miraj in the desert, but it is Tucham, it is third class pleasure. Neha Tripyanti Kripana, so a person is never satisfied, Neha Tripyanti, by such kind of household life which is based on sex pleasure. Kandu Tivat Manasijam Vishaheta Dhira, so a sober person should tolerate it, it is itching sensation, eczema patient, you itch it, you scratch the itch, it keeps on increasing. So sober person tolerates, some disturbance is there, but he tolerates. So that is why the Vedas still do not enter such a household life. Graha Medhi. Medhi means envy. So household life is not bad. Provided that is a Grahastha's life, not Graha Medhi's life. So uh, ideally the Vedas are telling you please uh, practice detachment in this world and you can continue as a Brahmachari. But that could be very difficult for ordinary people to follow. So that is why Grahastha life is also perfectly alright. If a person is actually Grahastha, he is situated in Grahastha Ashram. Ashram means they enter into household life for the pleasure of Krishna, for spiritual advancement. But Grahamedhi means one who enters into household life for one's personal enjoyment. 
but this is very very misleading activity for one personal enjoyment if we enter then we become graha medhi medhi means envy heart is full of envy now i am not satisfied when i see my friends and relatives going ahead of me in economic development i want to match and surpass their status and my heart is continuously burning and if they suffer they don't become successful i receive peace in my life this is called graha medhi society of intense competitiveness i want to defeat others there is no love there is only envy so graha medhi neha tirpyanti he is never satisfied in such a household life so thus ideally remain uh, dedicated to the service of krishna do not enter into this andhukupam but if you want to enter into household life then you can become a grahastha in grahastha ashram also it is generally that is a general instruction remaining single is very difficult if you can do that we can attempt but if it is not possible we can enter into a household life now here the basis should not be how much dowry i'll get how much pleasure i'll get physical or mental pleasures no just see whether i am getting a devotee or not have a devotee partner and both of us can then advance in spiritual life this should be the aim when we enter into grahastha then if a person is a householder for the satisfaction of krishna then he also can be happy but he has to hold this rope which the spiritual master krishna they are dropping inside the well and what is that instruction that is this instruction of the shloka karmanevadikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana ma karmphal hetur bhur mate sangvastva karmani so karmanevadikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana so the meaning of this verse is this very important instruction it can take us out from this andhukupam from this unlimited sufferings so this verse means you have a right to do your duty not on the results karmane it is very simple karmani means actions eva means certainly just on that adhikarah te you certainly have a right adhikar means right over you have proprietorship right over the actions not on the ma phaleshu phaleshu means the result of activity kadachan you don't have right upon the results of the activities you have right to do your activity so another feature of this andhukupam materialistic household life is we are working very hard so that i can enjoy the result of my activity if i start my business start my job or do my activity i will get so much of money most of the people are after money or name fame power whatever i can derive and i will be happy actually we do not have right upon the result because the results we are not producing the results are being produced by the material nature if a wheat crop tells this fruit i have produced i have stood here for many months braving the winds rains and the hot sunlight i have produced this grain i will not give this wheat grain to humans or animals then we will not be able to survive if all the trees tell i will not give my woods to humans my shelter my roots to humans then we will not be able to survive so thus we understand cow cow lives just for the benefit of us cow dung is used as fuel was used as fuel in traditional natural uh, civilization and cow's milk is used for us cow does not drink its own milk the bull will work very hard in the field so that we can enjoy the results the grains from that activity so in this way nature has done a very symbiotic arrangement 
the result of one's work is enjoyed by others. So in this way, Krishna has designed this, uh, uh, this world that you produce the fruit, but you are not producing it because we have not produced this body. We are being forced to produce certain fruits as per the body we have acquired. So the soul which is living, so this is very important point to understand. So please try to see analytically. If the soul which is there in the body of a mango tree, it cannot produce pumpkin, it cannot produce guava, cannot produce pomegranate or any other thing. It has to produce a mango only. It, is, it will be forced to produce a mango. Once the soul enters a mango seed, the tree comes out of it, automatically mango fruit will come out of it. It will be forced to do that kind of activity. In a similar fashion, depending upon the body, soul will be forced to produce certain result. We are helplessly controlled by the modes of nature. But when we get a human form of life, we can choose. We can have a free will. Do I want to go back to those other machines? Or I can work in some other machine. I can elevate this to Brahmanical status or Kshatriya status or Vaishya or any other status or degrade myself to other things. But in any status of life, depending on what body we acquire, nature will force us to do certain kind of activities. As Arjuna told, I do not want to fight Krishna. Krishna told, you have got body of Kshatriya. You will fight. Now you are not fighting according to my instruction. But nevertheless, you will fight. You are thinking now out of sentiment. I will live by begging. It won't be possible for you. You cannot live by begging. Brahmanas can live by begging. Kshatriya's body is made to fight. You will fight. But that would be against the laws of nature. And you will suffer. So thus, we are producing results based on these machines that we have acquired. So just like the same person, if he uses a JCB machine, then he can lift huge loads of soil and earth from one place to another. The same person is there on the roller, he can lay very nice roads. The same person is there using a crane, he can lift uh, different kinds of loads. Same person is sitting in the car or boat, then they can ride on land or in waters. Or they can fly in the air depending on the machine, they will do those activities. So in a similar fashion, the results that we are producing, actually the body which we has been given to us by nature, this body is producing, nature is producing. So that is why if a person is very strong, he should use his strength for others, those who are not strong. If a person is very wise, he should use intelligence in the service of those who are not wise. And those people who have the knack of developing economy, should use the economic resources for them who cannot develop. So only uh, one segment of the civilization, uh, the Vaishyas, merchant class, householders, they are supposed to do economic development. And then the all the other classes, they depend upon them. Especially the uh, Brahmacharis, the Vanprastha, Sanyas, they don't do any job because they are working for the greatest welfare of stopping their own birth and death and of that of entire society, giving permanent happiness. So they have no time for doing anything for temporary results. So those who are Vaishyas, merchants, householders, they are supposed to do this and use that money in the service of others. Now they are so busy in raising money, they have no time to cultivate spiritual life. So sannyasis will come, they will beg from them and give them spiritual advancement and give them spiritual knowledge. In this way, the results of our activities are meant for others. So if a tree wants to use the results for its own self, a wheat crop wants to use all the wheat, does not want to give it to others, 
then nobody will be able to survive. It will create uh, destruction of the entire creation. So that is why Krishna, he is very nicely telling, Karmane vadikaraste ma paleshu kadachana. You do not have right upon the results of your activities. That is why if you have been to Vrindavan, there is a huge temple. Many temples are there. But do we see any huge houses in our country? We see many temples which are hundreds of years old. But we do not see any house which is hundreds of years old. Because people were knowing this. The money which I am having, either in our culture or in other cultures also, a person will build churches, they will build mosques. But we will not find any big houses. We will find many old churches, many old mosques, many, many old temples. But no house, hundreds of years old, huge houses. So we can see this is evidence. People were practicing this knowledge in their life. The result does not belong to us. Ma faleshu kadachana. You maintain yourself. There is excess. Use it for God. Now one may tell. Oh, the result does not belong to me. Anyway, I have to use it for God, not for myself. If there is no knowledge of God, at least for others you use it. For general purpose you use it, but not for yourself. Then why should I do my activity? So Krishna tells, no. Don't consider yourself to be the cause of the activity. And Do not get attached to not doing your duty. Because... We are all working for the result. If I know the result, I cannot enjoy. Then a person may become disinclined to do the duty. But Krishna tells, no, doing this duty is the greatest asset that you have in this human form of life. So do not shy away. Do not get discouraged. Do not get attached. Mate Sangha Akarmani in not doing your duty. Why? What will happen by that? If I simply do duty and do not enjoy the result, it does not make any sense. Anyway, I, the result is meant for others. So Krishna tells, no, do your duty very nicely. Why? So Krishna mentions in the next verse, Yoga sthaha kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhya siddhyo samo bhutva samatvam yoga uchyate. When we do the activity, enjoy the result of the activity, the yoga happens. We go away from God. Because God has made so many machines so that in this arrangement, others can be given the fruit of the activity. If we enjoy whatever we produce, we are criminals. If workers in the car factory start taking away the car which they are manufacturing, they are criminals. If the workers in a jewelry shop start taking away the necklaces, they are criminals. The instruments, the training has been given by company. So the intelligence, the instrument has been given to us by God. So what we produce, if we enjoy, then we go away from God, create miseries in our life. But if we use for God the results of the activity, what happens? That is called yoga. Yoga staha kuru karmani. That is why you do your activity without enjoying the result. Don't get detached from your work because when you work in this consciousness, yoga staha, you become established in yoga. Sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhya siddhyo samo bhutva samatvam yoga uchyate. So human life is just meant for doing yoga. Re-establish your lost connection with God. If a person has connection with a powerful personality, say Prime Minister, then no ordinary goon, gunda or other things can disturb them. So if we have our connection with God, nothing can disturb us. So that is why the purpose of this life is yoga. And when we work in this consciousness, we will get established in yoga. So we should not worry about success or failure in the activity. 
So when we follow Krishna consciousness, sometimes we think, oh, if I chant 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, and if I read every day one hour, I go out for book distribution every day, I preach, then um, I will not get promotions in my job. I will lose uh, on my business or I, I lose on other things. But if there is loss, we should try to tolerate that loss. Because profit and loss are part of this world. We will have profit and we will have loss also. Now the devotees were speaking to one of our well-wishers. And he was doing very good business. He was having around 40 outlets in Mumbai. And doing very, very well. But when the COVID struck, now he's having just 3 to 4 outlets. Can you imagine? From 40, it has, to be, it has come to 3 or 4. Less than 10% the business has shrunk to. And likewise, we see everywhere. There were great many brands. There was Hindustan Motors and there was, uh, uh, what is this? Uh, Nokia and so many other things, Yahoo. And big brands were there. Kodak, they are collapsed. Big empires were there. The Roman Empire, the British Empire. The sun never sets in the British Empire. What is Britain now? A small piece of land. So that is the nature of this material world. Profit will come, loss will come. So we should not try to worry about it. Now at that time, had that person taken out time for Krishna, he would have incurred some losses. But we should not think because of Krishna consciousness, I am having any loss. That loss will really come to us. We just should live to keep the body and soul together. The result should be offered to Krishna. So please never worry. So have some loss. Anyway, we are supposed to lose everything. Profit and loss comes in everybody's life. But if we lose it for Krishna, our life is glorious. So many people die. But we remember Jatayu because he died for Krishna. So many people fight. We remember Hanuman because he fought for Krishna. So when you lose anything, so many people lost their kingdom and wealth and property. But we remember Bali Maharaj because he lost it for Krishna, his entire property. So losing it for Krishna makes you, Krishna is God. When you lose anything for him, actually we are not at all in any loss, everything comes back to us, multiplied million times and we get permanent eternal life full of bliss and knowledge under protection of Krishna. So thus this is all, uh, these are the activities of people who do not have knowledge, worrying about success or failure. We should work in a regulated fashion and uh, if a person does not work, nothing can happen in material world. So we have to work. but. We should not work so much that we do not have time to follow Krishna consciousness. Follow, we should have sufficient time to do very quality chanting every day. Quality, deep, intense reading every day. Nice kirtan and preaching every day. That is the source of happiness in life. God is pleased. Nothing can stop us to become happy in this world. So we should focus on these activities. And if you want, Bhagavatam mentions, put up to 8 hours, not more than that in our job. The less the better. Just maintain body and so. Siddhya Siddhya Samo Bhutva, this is instruction of God. We want to violate instruction of God, worry so much about our success. God is telling, do not worry about success and failure. And Samatvam Yog Uchyate, this equanimity of mind, not worrying about success or failure because if I am successful, I get the result, I offer to God. I don't get result, I don't offer to God. As simple as that. So Krishna is telling in the next verse, Durena hi avaram karma. Further, he is stressing buddhi yoga dhananjaya. Durena avaram. Avaram means abominable activity. So, this activity of enjoying the results what you are producing, this is abominable. It is just like a worker who is working in the factory. He wants to steal the products that he is making. 
the workers in the smartphone factory or oh, i have produced it i will carry the smartphone with me no that is criminal this is thief mentality so krishna is telling avaram please keep away this abominable mentality do not desire to enjoy the results of your work this is avaram this is abominable mentality durena please keep this mentality far apart that i want to enjoy the result of this activity my activities buddhi yoga by doing buddhi yoga what is buddhi yoga that krishna mentions in 10th chapter verse number 10 tesham satate yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upiyantite the yoga of intelligence when a person acts he acts just like any other materialist we will do our regular jobs our regular business arjuna fought regularly like any other fighter but he fought for the satisfaction of krishna so it is the yoga of intelligence so when a person works for the satisfaction of krishna so that he can approach krishna giving up all the results of his activities to krishna this is called buddhi yoga it is a culmination of karma yoga karma yoga begins when you realize the results do not belong to me for general purpose also you are using uh, and the culmination of karma yoga is when you understand the best use of the result of my activities to use it for supreme proprietor krishna then it is called buddhi yoga working without fruitive results for the satisfaction of krishna so by engaging yourself in buddhi yoga keep yourself away from this wretched mentality of enjoying the result of your activity durena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya so now till here because it is just the second chapter krishna has not made very clear so krishna has told do not enjoy the results of your work and you do not you are not entitled to the results of your work so a question may come in mind so this work i should the result of my work i should use for general things i should use for just like in one of our groups one devotee was requesting so many crores of money is required to help somebody they are suffering in the hospital so this is also one use of money or you can use your money to feed the hungry people so helping disease people hungry people needy people giving education this is called good work we can do that so should we do such kind of activity or should we engage money in the service of god so that is why krishna mentions in the next verse so everything is very clear in bhagavad gita krishna tells buddhi yukto jahati ha ubhe sukrit dushkrite so you should give up dushkriti obviously bad activities but you should give up sukriti also so called good activities also of this material world so uh, so called good activity also is actually a bad activity because it is just like a person has lost his money or the proprietor's wealth you are using for any other person so nobody would like that my wealth you are stealing and using it for some other person you use it for my purpose but still you are not enjoying so it is better we found some something some wallet on the road we took it up and we enjoyed all the money that is avaram karma that is materialist grahamedhi we took it and we used for general purpose this is the beginning of karma yoga for general welfare i used that money i found on the road but the best use of intelligence is find out the proprietor and give the money to that person so we have to understand if anybody is suffering here so without sanction of god can anybody suffer here no nobody can suffer they have broken some laws of nature so the real welfare activity is to bring them to krishna consciousness so thus general activities people are encouraged to do such work but a devotee should not use resources for such general welfare which anyway material nature will arrange as per the laws of karma if a person is made to suffer nobody can save them 
and if a person uh, is destined to have enjoyment nobody can harm them also as per the laws people enjoy or suffer so god's arrangement is perfect you can choose to act as instrument if you don't become instrument so on material platform we can just to act as instrument so why to use myself for such activity which anyway is supposed to happen on the material platform so that is why devotee uses all his endeavors all the efforts for buddhi yoga for gaining and giving others eternal life all these things can give temporary relief a person is hungry you use wealth for that person they can get some relief but then they'll become again hungry and if they break the laws of nature then life after life they will remain hungry so how much help you can do how much you can feed such people if a person is having disease you can help them they will come out of disease but again the disease will strike death will strike and next life again disease will come perpetually they will keep on suffering from diseases and krishna consciousness means no disease no death deathlessness so that is why it is a greatest service so that is why we should not do bad activities and should not do good activities also which yield but temporary results to others we should engage in krishna consciousness and engage others also in krishna consciousness we should spend our resources efforts intelligence only for krishna consciousness because this is the activity which takes a person to god please understand god is a real person we are persons we have got this concept of personality because god is also a person having a form so krishna tells then finally in the last verse so krishna has explained here so do not do good activity obey sukriti dushkrite it means it should be used only for spiritual activity transcendental activity beyond material goodness or badness and further if you do good activities then we have to come again in a body to enjoy the results good results but actually so called good results also if we enjoy death old age disease will anyway come so that is why buddhi yoga use it for krishna consciousness you can give food to others but give prasadam to others so that way they would be liberated if a person is not having any shelter at all <clears throat> you can give them shelter but please them krishna consciousness then shelter giving is all right otherwise without krishna consciousness all such activities are useless and then lord krishna tells finally what is to be attained so if i don't do bad activity or even material good activity i simply do this buddhi yoga then what will i get why should i do this people ask what is this krishna consciousness why you are doing this bhagavad gita simply and not so that is why sometimes they don't understand the activities of devotees that devotees are simply doing some yagya discussing bhagavatam in namisharanya for thousands of years what is the result of that activity they could have, could have done some social welfare they could have distributed food could have distributed other things they are discussing bhagavatam for hundreds of years what is the use of that activity so the use of this activity krishna explains in the subsequent verse so krishna tells the result of this activity is karma jam buddhi yukta hi phalam tyaktva manishina manishina means wise only people who are very wise they can understand these concepts they can appreciate these things so manishina very wise person karma jam buddhi yukta hi phalam tyaktva he is able to give up the result of the activity unwise person like animals they cannot even give up they will chase the result of activity wise person can understand so actually there is no pleasure i am complicating my life by unnecessary artificial demands so they give up they understand all these concepts so manishina karma jam buddhi yukta hi phalam tyaktva manishina and then padam gachhanti anamayam so amritatvai kalpate 
So such a person who gives up the result of activity, what do they get? They get immortality. And padam gachanti anamayam. They attain a state, padam, which is anamayam, free from all the miseries. So ultimately we are all working very hard just to become free from misery. But we don't get freedom from miseries. Miseries only accumulate in life. So how do we get actually freedom in our life is karma jam buddhi yuktahi phalam tyaktva manishinaha. So in this way we attain immortality and anamayam. We attain a state on which there is no misery at all. So this is buddhi yoga. This is the actual meaning of the verse. Karma neva dikaraste ma paleshu kadachana. So please don't fall for this motivational speakers. If we are having frustration in our life, dissatisfaction in our life, that is great asset. Arjuna was also frustrated and depressed despite being the most uh, amazing warrior, very, very wise person, very sharp moralist, very rich person, prince, having very wonderful, obedient, cultured family, but was dissatisfied. So he was qualified to inquire about reality of life and he got this knowledge of Bhagavad Gita. So all the sages, when they are discussing Bhagavatam, because of these discussions, questions and answers which were discussed about absolute truth, now we know absolute truth. Now we know process of satisfying absolute truth. We know that absolute truth is Krishna. And when we engage in service of Krishna, we get that satisfaction. So this discussion of Bhagavatam, spreading of Bhagavatam, this is a real welfare activity. So thus I request, please try to understand this activity, household life, which is based on mundane physical pleasure, in which I work to enjoy the result of activity, this is discouraged. It is andhukupam. But if a household life is dedicated to become Krishna conscious, then a person can be perfectly happy. So the process is very simple. Every morning and evening, do Kirtan. We discuss Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, we associate with the devotees and we preach Krishna consciousness. And in this way, we can be perfectly happy in any situation as brahmachari, sannyasi or as a householder. This is the strength of Krishna Consciousness. So thank you so much for hearing and we will take up questions if anybody has. But now we have got some practical activity for all of us and that is Harinam Sankirtan. We are not able to do in reality but we have got recorded Kirtan for all of you. So please try to hear very attentively. And this is the fundamental process of spiritual advancement in Kali Yoga chanting and hearing. So please hear very nicely the lead singer and try to sing also in the same tune. Remain completely attentive, absorbed in the Kirtan. It's a short Kirtan, 5 to 10 minutes maximum. And after that, we will take questions. So let us enjoy this Harinam Sankirtan now. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare.
that went to me yes. right. so i was not audible yes. okay so you please start posting on the chat box your questions and we'll be taking them so first question of today is by shrabani mukherjee is are iu determined or fixed for a particular time then why it is said that by pranayam we can increase our iu <clears throat> so it is not fixed for a time the breathing cycles are fixed so by pranayam you can expand your breathing cycles and in this way you can uh, that is called kumbhak yoga but uh, shrila prabhupada explains it is uh, not a big feat because even animals know this kumbhak yoga frog knows this kumbhak yoga many instances are there that uh, a frog was found within a rock so you can just imagine he would have sat there in the middle of some cavity and then 
after many many thousands of years or millions of years that mud would have got solidified into a rock so when they took out a rock and they broke it in between the frog has come out many many such instances are there from the ice frozen ice frog has come out and many people have done experiments also so frog also knows kumbhaki yoga he can also uh, stop his breathing merge his inhaling breath into the exhaling one and in this way elongate his cycle so yogi does it because he wants to make sure my mind is fixed upon the lotus feet of krishna so that i don't uh, stop anywhere in between or those who do not know krishna they want to go to their desired planet they want to fix their mind on that and what is the situation of mind the same destination we attain so when the mind becomes fixed uh, of an intelligent yogi on krishna or on some other destination then they finish their breathing cycles and they leave the body so breathing cycles are fixed not the time period next is by virendra gbote how come there are 4 million human species 4 lakh human species when on earthly planet there is only one human species no not only one human species in earth also you see various varieties are there you can see by the external appearance itself in india also you'll find various uh, life forms chinese are different mongolians and uh, uh, you'll find uh, africans they are different so these are all different species and 4 lakh that does not mean only just on this planet across the universe the demigods are also counted among those human species so like this across the universe there are 4 lakh different forms next is by upkar garg how to define a good result so there are two meanings of good one good what we understand is on the material platform what krishna is telling sukriti so that good means something which gives material pleasure to our body or mind that is called good activity but actually ultimately nothing is good in this material world that is defined in the scriptures ei bhalo ei manda yei sab bhrama it is illusion because good and bad are two sides of the same coin here in this material world uh, when anybody takes birth you enjoy what is good activity birth new family member has come but we don't see the lamentation of death comes along with it then we have to lament when family member dies because we enjoyed in the birth so in this way happiness and distress are always tagged together so foolish people they think oh this is nice activity but what is nice nothing is nice in that but anything which immediately pleases your mind and body people take it as a good activity but ultimate good activity is just doing activity for the satisfaction of krishna next is by som shekhar soms rajak hari krishna prabhu ji what is the meaning of offering results to krishna very nice question so krishna can be served in any way just like now we work very hard offer the result to our family or nation society or to the needy similarly we can offer the results to krishna now how we can do it now that we don't see krishna around us so krishna has got his mission going on what is krishna's mission that krishna tells in bhagavad gita paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya dushkritam dharma sansthapanarthaye sambhavami yuge yuge so when people forget this dharma dharma sansthapanarthaye to establish this dharma this knowledge i come here to give this knowledge so spreading krishna consciousness is the real work of krishna and krishna tells at the end of bhagavad gita nacha tasmat manushyeshu kashin me priya kritama nobody is dearer to me than the person who spreads this knowledge to others so spreading krishna consciousness is krishna's mission so offering the results for spreading krishna consciousness that is called offering the results to krishna 
and otherwise also in your house. So this is the main thing uh, that we should use all the results for spreading Krishna consciousness. And apart uh, from that, we are supposed to serve Krishna personally also in our house. And uh, that begins with chanting the holy names of Krishna. That begins with uh, taking care of deities in your house and cooking for Krishna. In this various, there are so many ways of satisfying Krishna. Deity worship is all about Krishna's satisfaction. Make a huge temple for Krishna. If you uh, make a huge house for yourself, then that is called karma. You make a house for Krishna, that is buddhi yoga, devotional service. So make a huge temple for Krishna, that is offering the result for Krishna. Make very nice tasty dishes for Krishna, that is called working for Krishna. Clean the floor of Krishna, that is called working for Krishna. Sing and dance for Krishna, that is uh, uh, offering the results to Krishna. But the best offering of the results to Krishna is using all your mind, body, words, resources in spreading Krishna consciousness. Next is by Jyoti Takne. But how intelligence is offered directly to Lord Krishna? So it is offered in two ways. As Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, one who worships, one who reads this Bhagavad Gita worships me by his intelligence. So if we are trying to read Bhagavad Gita or other scriptures, then we are using intelligence to understand Krishna. So Krishna is telling, he is worshipping me by his intelligence. And using intelligence to spread Krishna consciousness. In this way, we can use our intelligence for Krishna. Or if we are doing any kind of job that also needs certain intelligence and the result of that activity we offer to Krishna, that is also called using intelligence for Krishna. So either using intelligence to understand the subject matter of Krishna consciousness or using intelligence to do our duties, the result of which we offer to Krishna or using our intelligence directly to spread Krishna consciousness. In this way, we can use our intelligence in service of Krishna. Next is by Chirak Prajapati. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, as said, we should depend on Krishna for results. But when we do any work, still it comes in our mind. What will be the result? How we can negate the same? No, so this has to come in our mind because just like Prabhupada gives the example, cashier is there in the bank. So cashier has to see that how will I receive money? How can I keep it safely? He cannot throw it around because he has to offer it to the manager or to the proprietor, to the government. So in a similar fashion, we should see, we should try our level best, plan very nicely, work very efficiently, use all the productivity apps and techniques. But do not get attached to the result that if the result has not come, oh, what will I do? My life is gone. It is spoiled. Or if there is so much result, oh, I will enjoy very nicely. No, don't get attached to the result. But we have to worry about result because it has to be offered to Krishna. So still about after taking due care, about taking all the cautions, being very efficient in our work, still result does not come. It is okay. Krishna did not, did not desire. So we should be very conscious. Whatever skills materialists are using, we have to work very hard, really hard. We have to be very efficient. We have to use all the tools, techniques and technology, but for Krishna. So in this way, we have to be cautious of the result. We have to be very careful about getting the results, but we are not attached to enjoying the results. Hare Krishna. Next, Siddharth Satpati. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, I want to control my family members and everything around me. And this causes anger in me. So how to overcome this controlling tendency and anger? Yes, this is our problem actually. Lording over mentality. Actually, Krishna is controller, but we want to control things here. 
So that is why devotee does not uh, wish to control anybody. Yes, as a matter of duty, I should try to control my family members if they are subordinate so that I can make them Krishna conscious. But we have to understand Krishna also does not force anybody. Krishna gives entire knowledge, then yathe chasi tathakuru. Whatever vimra shetat asheshena. So uh, you contemplate completely upon it, deliberate very nicely what I have spoken and then whatever you desire you do. So Krishna consciousness cannot be forced. So please don't control your family members and do not think your family members are the cause of your distress. We are suffering simply because of our karma. So that suffering can come through family members who are not obedient, who don't listen to us or uh, it can come in the form of a, in any other format. But ultimately we suffer because of our karma. So please don't try to unnecessarily control. They are not the cause of our suffering or happiness. If we simply surrender to Krishna, all the past karma which is causing me suffer, Krishna will take away that karma. So let me try to become a surrendered soul, completely surrendered soul as soon as possible. Then we will not need to control anybody and anything. Krishna will control everything for us and we will be always happy. Next is by Harita Gauri Seti. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, we get the caste by what job we are doing but not with the biological birth correct then how we will know two things not just with the job with the quality also a person may be do, doing the job of a king but he may not have quality of king then he will be dethroned by the brahmanas like it happened with the vena maharaj i did not complete the question please let's second part harita gauri seti it was yeah but not biological birth, then how we will know what is our duty and in which category we come under? So nice question. Yes. So now how do we figure out now that Manashrama system is lost? So earlier people were following the things very nicely. Father, mother, they are from similar tendency and the child who will come out will have a similar tendency. He will get trained in the family affairs. So now what we can do is find a work which comes very easy to your mind and body, which you can do. We all have certain inclinations. So follow that inclination which comes very easily to you and then use the result in service of Krishna. So our duty uh, is ascertained by the spiritual master. Take guidance from the devotees uh, that Prabhu, this work I find myself comfortable in it. Can we do it? In which way? How to do it? In this way, just try to follow the spiritual master or spiritual master representatives, the devotees very nicely and spiritual master defines our duty for us. That is the system in the Kali Yoga. Devi Varnashram, doing our duties for the satisfaction of Krishna under the guidance of spiritual master. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, this was Saurav. In actual Srimad Bhagavatam is 18,000 verses, but when I counted total verses of our Bhagavatam by BBT, it means Bhakti Vedanta Book Trust, it counts to 14,094 verses. So, how are the verses counted as per Sanskrit? So, yes, there is. Uh, so many syllables they make a verse because some verses you'll find they are very very long spanning into many lines some verses are short so there is a certain count of syllables that defines a verse and basis that it is 18,000. Next is by Jyoti Tatme. What are the rules and instructions one should follow before reading Srimad Bhagavatam? Thank you for to you for teachings most welcome. Uh, so rule and regulation uh, that is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita itself. First of all, we have to finish Bhagavad Gita. We have to have thorough understanding that Krishna is God. I should surrender to Krishna. And then we start reading Bhagavatam. It will be very effective. 
and uh, in bhagavad gita the qualification is given how to understand spiritual subject matter tad vidhi pranipatena pari prashnena sevaya we have to be humble we have to hear in submission <clears throat> just like we hear any expert we don't know anything about stock market we want to invest we have to hear i'm not telling you invest it is risky we can invest in just some stable funds where result is fixed we should not do any risky thing that is gambling but uh, if you want to understand about legal implications somebody has filed we have to be submissive in hearing the advocate or we have to be submissive in hearing a chartered accountant we have to be submissive in hearing authority doctor for our health fitness and various other trainers in a similar fashion to make spiritual life perfect we have to be submissive and we have to surrender completely uh, so submission is required humility is required and along with humility pariprashnena sevaya service sevaya is very important krishna does not reveal himself without seva so that is why i request please try to engage in preaching work in the guidance of devotees best preaching work is distributing prabhupad books we can do any time anywhere throughout the year throughout our lives so we should try to participate in this preaching work that is the best seva do some seva under guidance and only when seva is done books will reveal knowledge to us and then obviously pariprashnena we should be very inquisitive we should inquire inquiry is done by reading books by eagerly hearing the lectures or by discussing with devotees so in this way we should read bhagavatam so pranipatena we should become very humble sevaya render service follow the rules and regulations very nicely and then pariprashnena then we do inquiry then it will be very effective <clears throat> next is by tech droid why didn't arjun ask krishna what sin was committed by all the souls that are present in the material world so arjun has asked everything you please read bhagavad gita krishna tells in bhagavad gita why people suffer here simply because of this durena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya such such a person kripana phal hetava those who work for the result they are kripana they are misers they are suffering only because of these activities krishna has answered very beautifully all these things what is the next rohit bhale rao hare krishna prabhu bhagavad gita is a gift of shri krishna to mankind especially for people in kali yuga did shri krishna have people in kali yuga in his mind and was arjuna just a medium to express it so krishna has especially the people not just of kali yuga but of all times bhagavad gita is eternal knowledge and krishna tells i spoke to vivaswan sun god also same knowledge so this knowledge is eternal it is required for everybody and arjuna knows this knowledge but such bewilderment is created so that we can derive benefit so krishna's mind is just actually all of us arjuna need not have this knowledge of bhagavad gita he is eternal associate of krishna next is by apurna gayach hari krishna prabhu i could not understand fully the meaning of line from this shloka's translation never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities yes ma karmphal hetu bhur so you will uh, have two understanding ma karmphal hetu bhur means do not become the result of your activities and do not consider the cause so i have already explained do not consider yourself the cause of your activities because when a person thinks i am the cause of my activity my the results of my activities then it means i should have the right but we are not the cause sarva karan karanam krishna is the ultimate cause of everything and in material world material energy is the cause of all the 
results that are being produced. So, ahankar vimudatma kartaham iti manyate. Vimudatma foolish soul thinks, I am the doer. I have created mango, uh, mango fruit. No, sir, you were forced to produce it. So, never consider yourself the cause of the result of activity. Because you are not the cause, it does not belong to you. This is one thing. Another thing is Makanfalheturbhur. Uh, the meaning which is being explained is do not become the cause of your activity. Now, even though you are not doing anything here, you can choose to become instrument. Material nature is doing anything. A surgeon is doing the surgery using various instruments he can use. In a similar fashion, we can choose to become certain instrument and basis the capacity in which we act as an instrument, we will be allowed to enjoy the results. Just like if a person wants to enjoy a nice bungalow, chauffeur driven car and everything, he can choose to act in the capacity of a bureaucrat. But bureaucrat is instrument in the hands of government. The projects, tasks, everything would be defined by the government. Bureaucrat is simply an instrument. Or he can choose to act as capacity of engineer and build roads for the government. But the road is being built by the government. We have to understand. So, never become the cause of the results of your activities. It means never act in such a way that I want to produce these results for my enjoyment. If I want to enjoy the result of my activity, I become cause also. And then obviously you will be given a nice bungalow to live, but so much tension also will come to you because of doing crude example I am giving. In a similar fashion, if you want to enjoy the result of the activity, then you become the instrumental cause. We become instrument. So we become instrumental cause. So do not become instrumental cause also because if you become the instrumental cause even, the result anyway is going to be produced by Prakriti. But even if you choose to become like that, oh, I want to enjoy the result of this activity, then what will happen? We have to suffer concomitant miseries also. So these are the two meanings. Do not become attached to enjoying the result of your activity because then you become the cause also, instrument of that activity. And another thing is you are not the cause because Krishna is the cause. So the result anyway does not belong to you. In this way, these two meanings are explained by Srila Prabhupada of the Shloka. Devansh More, what are the different ways to help a person realize the importance of reading Bhagavad Gita so that he, she can overcome miseries? Different ways to help a person realize the importance of reading Bhagavad Gita. What do you mean by different ways? Uh, there is one way only. Can you please elaborate on the question? There is a standard way of understanding Bhagavad Gita. Next is by Abhishek Kumar, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. It is said that only chanting the holy name of the Lord is a solution in this age. Then why sometimes yajna happens in the temple? Please pardon me if I have said anything wrong. No, nothing wrong. Chanting is the only way and other things also are required for purification. But these things will not, chanting is the way means chanting only will uh, make our spiritual life perfect. But just to help us chant purely Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So now one may ask, then why we are cooking uh, in the temple? We should simply chant 24 hours. No, because we need to maintain this body. If you don't have body, how will you chant? And then you can maintain this body by sinful food that will create complications for you or you can have Krishna Prasadam. So that is why cooking is required for Krishna also. And uh, in a similar fashion, this body and mind need to be maintained in a purified stage. Then we will be able to chant very nicely and make life perfect. 
So to attain that purification, deity worship is required and uh, yagyas also are done in the temple and uh, books are also written for that purpose. Prabhupada told, you know why I have written all these books? Just so that you can chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So all the activities are centered around Hare Krishna Mahamantra. But in previous ages, Dwapar Yuga, all the activities were centered around deity worship. Deity worship was the way to attain perfection. In Treta Yoga, they were centered around Yajna. By doing Yajna, you could become perfect. In Satya Yoga, meditational process. So all these activities are valid now also. And people should do it so that they can ultimately chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra purely. I hope you understand. You understood. Uh, next is by Rajeshwari Rao. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, what is the least qualification required to take Harinam initiation? So if we are uh, about to chant 16 rounds of Hare Krishna Mahamantra every day and we can follow four regulative principles for the rest of our life, then we can take this Harinam Diksha. Next is continuation by Rajeshwari only. Uh, Prabhuji, how we will get to know what all are the desires of Krishna so that we can take decision in life according to it to fulfill Krishna's desire. Very simple. Just like we are working in any company, how do we understand what is the desire of proprietor of the company? Our immediate manager tells us. So in this fashion, we should take guidance from the devotees and uh, that is to be taken as desire of Krishna. Prabhupada mentions, whatever duties you get in Krishna consciousness, some devotee told you, please clean the temple floor. We should understand, do it in the consciousness that Krishna has given me this knowledge. So the knowledge comes in parampara, the seva also comes in parampara. So what Krishna wants us to do, uh, we have to understand from the devotees, our immediate guides and authorities. Next is by Rohit Shinde. How can I leave bad habits? So for example, so I was very occupied and I requested Prabhu, can I skip this Sunday session? It is difficult for me. But I have been told, no, you please take. So even though I have some priorities, I have uh, my own plans of uh, developing content and uh, spreading Krishna consciousness, but I should not follow my plan. I should follow plan of authorities. Uh, even though I may see that other way will bring more success, but I am not supposed to follow that. This is called discipline of parampara. You may have opinion, you may have desires, but we understand Krishna's desire comes in the form of this parampara institution. So whatever we are being told, we should execute like a soldier. And that is the instruction of Krishna. Next is by Rohishinde. How can I leave bad habits? What to do to increase love towards Lord Krishna? Please execute Krishna Consciousness under the guidance of devotees. And what we discussed today, offer the results of your activities to Krishna and please chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra very nicely. These are the basic things. And then further practical guidance, please take from the devotees. Live in the association of devotees. Bad habits we were picked up by wrong association. So in good association, we will have good habits. Leave all the bad habits. Next is by Vishnu Vardhan. Oh, I am sorry, it's time up. So, five questions. Okay, quickly we'll finish. Five questions. What's the best book of Srila Prabhupada that one can give to all others for spreading Krishna consciousness? All books are good. Any book you can give. Next, I think in this... No, please scroll up. No, no, it was not... 
Yeah, question. Huh? I didn't read. Yeah, yeah. I think in Virendra both. I think in this webinar, maximum two or three questions should be asked. Yeah, so that is good. So that others also get a chance. Yes. Next question, please. The next is by Rupa P. Raksha. How to make people get realization about BG so that they can come out of miseries? Please execute it under the guidance of devotees. Preach under the guidance of devotees. They will guide us. Next is by Yatesh, Yatesh Sumra. Hello Prabhuji, Hare Krishna. What is Gaudiya Vaishnava's understanding of Yogamaya of Lord Krishna? So please you send a mail to us and uh, our mail ID will be sharing in the comments or you can write in the chat itself and we will connect you with the devotees. You can get elaborate answer of this. Next is by Prince Kushwa. Prabhuji can increase of chanting round in early morning will purify us more. Definitely chanting should be done in Brahmurta. Unless we are getting up in the morning, significant advancement is very difficult. So get up early, try to slowly come to a habit where you can leave your bed 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock is also the last time. Devotees get up even earlier. But please don't stay in bed after 4 o'clock. Get up early and chant continuously 16 rounds. That will give tremendous boost in Krishna consciousness. Last question is by Devan Shmore. Okay. What is the way to help a person realize the importance of reading? Can you please scroll up? It is... What is the way to help a person realize the importance of reading Bhagavad Gita so that he, she can overcome miseries so that it can be conveyed that Bhagavad Gita is not a religious book but life manual? So what is the harm if it is a religious book? You explain it to them. Bhagavad Gita is definitely a religious book because people have a wrong connotation of religion. Sometimes some preachers, they tell, no, no, it's not religious. And no, it is a religious book. And following a bona fide religion is the way, explaining it is the way for why, for which Lord Krishna comes here. Dharma sansthapana arthaya sambhavami yuge yuge. Religion are the codes of conduct uh, by which we can attain greatest happiness. Just like somebody was telling me, uh, the great champion of India who has won gold medal in the Olympics. He trained two years outside the country in a different country and rigorous training he underwent. So just like certain code of conduct is mentioned for a people to attain some temporary happiness of a gold medal of this material world, religion means the conduct rules and regulations which we have to follow to attain the highest happiness of solving all the miseries. So please don't uh, get afraid of religion. Be afraid of wrong religion. Religion means the word of God. So we should not be scared of it. And uh, Bhagavad Gita is very, very logical. Whatever we have discussed here, is it fanatic? Is it uh, imposing? Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Kuru. So actually, because of some fanatic people who have no knowledge of philosophy, they have made this world religion very, very fearful. Oh, it creates terrorism, creates fanaticism. No, because fanatics have been preaching religion. We think that religion means fanaticism or some extreme practices. No. So that is why I request all of you, please dedicate time. When we read Bhagavad Gita, we will be able to convince others. It is a very logical book of science. So Prabhupada tells Bhagavad Gita mentions, living entities subsist on grains. Is it unscientific? We subsist on grains. That is biology. That is science. That is a fact. And... Uh, the grains, how do we have grains? The grains happen because of rains. Is it unscientific? Is it a dogma? 
No, it is science, it is a fact. In this way, Prabhupada tells, if you very nicely read Bhagavad Gita, you will understand every verse is a fact and a scientific reality. So, the way to convince others is to get ourselves convinced, read Bhagavad Gita thoroughly and then you will understand it is a great science, great logic at every step. And after that also, it is not dogma and imposing. Uh, Krishna is simply telling, now Yathichasi, you contemplate upon it and whatever you desire, that you do. Yathichasi Tathakur. Thank you so much for participating. I see more questions coming up. We will definitely take it up in future sessions. And moreover, if you need to have a mentor for personal guidance, you need to have elaborate discussion. We have many devotees to guide you. We have shared, we will be sharing the email ID. Please drop an email. We will be more than happy to help you in solving all your queries. Thank you. In the description, in the description, we will be posting the email ID. Please drop an email and we will be connecting with you. Thank you so much for hearing. We will meet again very soon. Hare Krishna.